Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax, that's the name of our podcast. Hello, welcome to Relax the Podcast. I'm Colleen Bollinger, and I'm uh, here with my sexy co-host, <laughs> Eric Stockling. That's me. Welcome to Relax's uh, special live event from Coachella, weekend one. Uh, we just watched uh, Blackpink perform, um, and it was fantastic. Uh, and now we're going to record the podcast uh, obviously if you listened last week, you know that Colleen is on uh double secret, um, strict vocal rest. Yes. Um, because, uh, in case you're wondering why I sound a little odd today, yeah. it's because this isn't my actual voice. I am still on vocal rest, right. but hopefully this vocal <laughs> rest thing won't be too much longer. Oh, that's a good voice. Um, yeah, hopefully not too much longer. I think when we recorded last week, we still thought it was a, a node, a nodule on her vocal cord. We'd since gotten a second opinion from another doctor who says that it is a hemorrhaged vocal cord. And I can con- yes. I can concur because I was uh, I was in the appointment and I saw... Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. I saw the inside of my wife's deep throat. Like oh, deep, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Like, <laughs> deep in the uh, and one of them looked a little bit, um, well, what can you say? Hemorrhaged. Um, I think that that happens. It's common, especially with, uh, performers, um, who maybe are performing when they're a little sicky and maybe yes. they shouldn't have, but what yes. can you do? Uh, we're trying to get through this, having a good time. This used to be like our day night where we finally got, to talk and chat and discuss things. And now uh, we sit in silence all day and we go here and you uh, talking and these beautiful voices that are substituting for your, let's face it, kind of cringe, normal voice, you know, like your normal voice. You're not really known for that. So. No. Um, did you have. So Eric. Yeah. Who do Erk? you think needs to relax <laughs> this week? Um, well, as, as I said, Coachella is going on right now. And so I was going to say, I was going to suggest the opinion um, that maybe music festivals need to relax. Uh, oh, are you okay? Uh, Excuse you. <laughs> that was to me. <laughs> this is going to be, this is going to be great. Um, I, I, uh, I've been to Coachella twice in my shut life. Up! For real. Uh, in my, uh, Lifetime, I think the I think there was two consecutive years, and I think it was like nine years ago. Me, uh, I know, yeah, old, oldie, oldie, but a goodie. Uh, seven to nine years ago, somewhere in that like time frame. Um, the first year I went, 
I went with a group of friends who I'd met when I first moved out here. One of them was my roommate and his friends. And they were already going and they were like, just hop in. And I was like, oh, I don't have a Coachella ticket. They're like, we all don't have tickets. Just hop in the, uh, this Subaru Forester and let's drive in traffic for eight hours, even though it would take a, normally like an hour and a half, two hours, eight hours Sounds of good. Friday traffic without tickets. Um, I think we did have an Airbnb uh, and we got there. And we're scrambling to try and find tickets. I just looked this up on StubHub. A, a ticket for Coachella, just like your average general pass, is like $500. I don't like that. I know. I don't like that either. It seems like, it's, but that's just the one ticket. I mean, I guess it is two nights of, or three nights. Do they do Sunday night? I guess they must. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember a lot from it. Um, But so that we couldn't find tickets that first night. So we're like... This is like this big outdoor festival. We are going to let's sneak in. How hard could this be? How could they have contained Why? all these people? Because we were because we had already sat in traffic for eight hours, and like oh, we're like wow, we're like we cannot miss miss Swedish house mafia. You know Swedish house mafia. We can't miss this. It's gonna be literally electric. So, yes. So we take like a. Uber and we have them drop us off. Essentially we drive past the main entrance and we have them drop us off. Essentially in the darkest part of road that we can find and we can see the lights in the horizon. We're like, we're just going to, yeah, if you, this is really adding a lot to my story. Is this holiday? <laughs> is that fan of the opera? A fly has landed on your bangs. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> there was a fly sitting on those pretty, pretty, pretty bangs. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, and so, <laughs> it's adding a lot to my story. Thanks. So we just start heading towards the lights, but we're like in complete darkness. There's fences. There's barbed wire fences. We're negotiating. At one point we were in horse stables, which was pretty freaky at night. And then we started seeing like security outposts and we kind of had to go around those, but then it was like, there was nowhere else to go. We had to like fall in line with the funneling of people like legit ticket goers, because if you've ever been, this is why I think it needs to relax. If you've ever been to Coachella, the worst part I think is like transportation getting to and from and how accessible it is because the ticket, yeah, $500, but then you need like a shuttle pass because you then have to get on a bus with a bunch of strangers to be driven to a, a dusty, dirty parking lot to then wait in line for like a mile. And oh, it's, wow. I think it's like cooler this weekend, but normally it's like hundred degrees. Um, so at some point in crawling through the woods, we were, we had, we're forced to join this line. We'd already made it through some checkpoints, but we didn't make it through the main one. Now I forgot to tell this one detail. One of us had a ticket and what it is, is like this electric kind of wristband with this thing that kind of ratchets like a zip tie up and they had purposely not done it tight and they checked to make sure it's tight because they don't want you doing what we eventually did was sneaking it out off the wrist of one person and then passing it back. And then, then oh, I think we had two, two passes. So you would go one at a time with the other person back and forth through the security thing. And the way to do it, cause it's like two cloth things and a plastic ratchet zip tie thing. If you twist the two ends really, really hard, we figured it would eventually release, but this was very difficult to do. So one by one, we passed back the one wristband until we were all in and didn't, and then it didn't matter cause they weren't like checking it um, every time. And we did eventually see, Swedish House Mafia that night. Uh, and lots of people were paying. 
Lots of people were peeing on the ground. Peeing on the ground everywhere. Um, I think I did a drug. <gasps> well, tell me more. Which drug? Can we beep it yes. out? Can we beep it out and I'll cover my mouth and say it? Yes. Whoa. Tell me more. It was, I was pretty, I was actually really, really anxious about the whole uh, experience and then ended up having like a lot of fun. And then the next day, two days were absolute misery. Cause then we found the next day we found, we, cause the next day we found tickets, but like we would have to like take our friend's pickup truck. We didn't have enough seats. So I would have to lay in the bed of the pickup truck. Again, it was so hot with my other friend as we would go to then have to walk. It was just the transportation, the coming in and out. It was really, it was just really, um, yeah. It was so hard for me um, to get into this music festival. <laughs> um, and then I went again the next year. Now the next year I had a friend who worked in like, a and R for some record company in England, and they had artist passes. Now this was a different thing. This was like I was instead of me sneaking through the woods through barbed wire and whatever, I was literally legit picked up in a golf cart for just me and these two friends and driven around through these like special backstage roadways where you could see any thing you wanted to see, you didn't have to walk, like all VIP. And it was just me and actual famous people in these golf carts um, where I could watch from like the side of the stage where there was like a million people. I don't know. It was crazy. And then there's like in that backstage area, there's just a bunch of like, like star wagons, like those kind of like trailers. You know what I mean? It, lo it looks like a, like you're on set. There's just a bunch of star wagons for all the performers. And they all just had, I think, free alcohol in all of them and everyone it was kind of like you would just kind of like <laughs> walk around and like you could just walk I, but I felt so out of place like but you could just kind of like walk you know it was kind of everyone was friendly and whatever but I remember it turned not friendly when they're like oh well, we'll, oh, just, no. we'll just grab a beer out of this one star wagon you know what I mean and like, go ahead. Like, you can just just open the door, go in there, grab a beer, and then we'll, we'll, you know, whatever. And, like, it didn't have any name on it or anything like that. And I remember opening it up, and it was the Jonas Brothers. This little small trailer. Like, we're talking about, like, six feet by six feet. And they're, like, mid-something, mid-conversation, mid-whatever, but it was, like... Can you please elaborate? I just opened the door, and it was, like, it was all the heads turned, and it was me. And I remember I was like wearing, I just had like a bandana and like a tank top and shorts. I was like dirty. And I was, and I was just open the door and it was, the heads turned and it was just all, I think all three of the Jonas brothers yeah. and their respective significant others and just crickets. And I just, and in the sink was like a bunch of beers, like in ice. And I just kind of nodded, grabbed two beers and then walked out of the trailer and nobody, none a word was said. How have you never told me this before? I think I've told. That I think is I've, crazy. It's not that crazy. The Jonas Brothers? Uh, they are the Jonas Brothers. Broadway stars, right? Aren't they Broadway? They're, are they doing like a Broadway run right now as, as the Jonas Brothers? I think they're doing a Broadway run as the Jonas Brothers doing their songs. I, might, I don't know why I would think that. But if not it, a Broadway show. If it wasn't show. true. No, just like them performing. 
Imagine that's not true. And I thought that like what, like what fever they're dream. They're not did like I have? in Hamilton. No, they're not. In- <laughs> uh, the other embarrassing moment is that like these people are used to this experience to whereas I was not used to this experience. Denied. Yeah. So I was like side of the stage because you could be back there. I was like side of the stage. I can't remember who was performing. I feel like it was like, it was like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and they had like an Eminem and they had like a hologram of someone. Like it was like a big deal. Um, and I was side stage and I, I was like, I'm going to record this on my Blackberry. <laughs> so I go to record it and the fl- from the side of the stage where there's, you know, sea of a million people and me and me on the side with like this group of actual important people and the flash was on and I got the oh, dirtiest no. I could know. And then, and the, the person, the person and I, and I go, and I immediately was like, Oh, oh just like fumbling with no. this Blackberry that had the rollerball. I was like, ah, oh, and I looked up and next to me, I didn't realize this cause it was kind of dark back there was uh, the actress, Busy Phillips. And she gave me this. Oh yeah, baby. She gave me, she's awesome. She gave me this like, look of like, you're okay. It's fine. You idiot, not celebrity. You know what I mean? Like we understand you made a mistake. And then to the other side of her was Courtney love. And I think she kind of gave us some, like they were like, they were sympathetic that I had done something stupid. Cause I think it was all over my face. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I pooped my pants and then I pooped my pants. <laughs> um, but you know what? They're kind of these are kind of like fondish memories of like a certain time and place of of uh, of me. You know what I mean? I'm almost said of Eric, but I would never talk about myself in the third person. Um, so maybe like if you're in that that window of where this would and you and you have that group of friends or whatever, like you, it would be great. But I think there's that's a very very small window. And if you're just going, yes. and, and if you're like me, to where it's like, ah, people, you know, it's too much fuss, too much people, too much, you know what I mean? That, that like the, the kind of labor is not worth the reward. Um, but I see people still, I agree my, you know, my age year in, year out going, getting the outfits, doing, setting up for the photo ops, you know, toughing it out there, looking cool. Looking, you know, looking warm and cool. Um, I have never been to Coachella, nor have I ever had any interest in going. Mm. But I do love oh. your stories about it. Thanks. And I love looking at everyone's pictures who goes. Y'all look great. Yeah, they By do. By the way, I'm sure it's hard to have a conversation with someone who is constantly looking down at their computer <laughs> trying to find sound cues. You mean fart noises? <laughs> so I'm going to cool it a little, but moving forward so that I can actually look at you. Okay. Sorry if this is hard to watch and listen to everyone. We all, we but all. But I think we should probably say thanks to our first sponsor. Which is Earth Breeze. <laughs> Hiya. Have you ever wondered why laundry detergent comes in these massive like plastic jugs? Who wants that? I don't, I don't want that. 91% of those actually inconvenient, awkward, heavy jugs end up in landfills and oceans harming our planet and marine life. There has to be a better way, right? And it's not like you can just stop doing laundry. That sounds uh, pretty smelly. So do what I did and switch to Earth Breeze. 
Earthbreeze laundry detergent eco sheets look like dryer sheets, right? But they are not. It is revolutionary liquidless laundry detergent that dissolves 100% in my wash cycle, hot or cold. I'm not measuring anything. I'm not getting all messy and sticky. Those sticky cups or it, it all over the edges of the thing that you're supposed to put it in. You know, it never works. And, and no heavy plastic jugs. Just toss the sheet in. That's it. Earthbreeze has really made the whole concept of detergent better. Uh, the packaging is lightweight biodegradable, plastic free. Uh, it's great for all laundry lifestyles. So like if you have sensitive skin, which I do, I have very sensitive skin. Their eco sheets are hypoallergenic and dermatologist tested. Earthbreeze is compatible with HE, that's high efficiency washers, gray water system, and it's septic safe. They offer fle- flexible subscriptions that can be adjusted, paused, or canceled by you Anytime, no contracts, no fees, no going to the grocery store and getting that giant heavy plastic jug that is polluting our world. It is delivered right to your door via free carbon neutral shipping at a frequency you can set that works for your unique lifestyle. Because I don't know how often you're doing laundry. I try and do it like once a week, uh, but maybe you do it more often. I, I don't know. You still get a powerful clean. Earth Breeze is tough on stains, fights odors, and your clothes come out clean Every time I was suspicious about this, I was like, how, uh, when I tried it for the first time, I was like, how is it, this actually going to work? It's just like, like they said, it looks just like a, a dryer sheet, uh, but it is not, it is so much more. And it just seems like, oh, right. We could have been doing this in such a better way, uh, for, for so many reasons. Yes. The planet, I mean, first and foremost, but also like, where are you going to be if to store all these things? And it like, it's so heavy and awkward. It's, it's just no brainer. I, why didn't I think of this? I could have invented earth breeze and I would be, you know, very rich. Uh, don't just take my word for it. You can try it for yourself with a risk-free hundred percent satisfaction guaranteed. And if you don't like it, earth breeze will give you a full refund. No questions asked, no return necessary. Switch from the old-fashioned goo to something new. Right now, our listeners can subscribe to EarthBreeze and save 40% off. Go to earthbreeze.com slash relax to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash relax for 40%. That's almost half off. earthbreeze.com slash relax. Well, we are back. We never left. And Colleen, robot Colleen... Do you uh, have anything that needs to relax uh, this week? Yes. Oh, good. Can I hear? Can you tell me more about that? Can you tell me more? I can't do it. Who I think needs to relax this week is vocal rest. Obviously, I am still on vocal rest because we thought I had a nodule, but we found out that it's actually a vocal hemorrhage. And the only way to heal a hemorrhage on the vocal cords is by completely staying silent. Oh, yeah. Time. But my relax isn't about <laughs> vocal rest in general. It's about vocal rest in public. Vocal rest is hard oh, and very yeah. frustrating for many reasons. Mm-hmm. But one of the worst parts about it is people assume I'm rude when I'm in public because mm-hmm. I can't talk. The people pleaser <laughs> in me is really struggling. Simple interactions like, hi, how are you? I can't participate in <laughs> So I'll walk into a store and an employee will be like, hi, can I help you find anything today? And I can't (laughs) verbally respond. So I always feel like I seem really rude, even though I can nod or shake my head and mouth words to people 
It still just seems yeah. so awkward and uncomfortable to me. I hate it. Uh, yes, I've experienced this. I think it's really super uncomfortable and I can't imagine. Um, first off, for the, the vocal resting, I can't think it's of it. It's so awkward. Yeah. I, I can't think of it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like talking too much because I'm trying to like cover for you not being able to. And uh, so I don't mean to cut off your computer. No, you're not. Um, but I can't think of a time where I couldn't talk for days at a time. Like no one has ever said to me, you will really hurt your you're body. You're doing great. I don't think so. Isn't he doing great, everyone? Think, uh, thanks, love. Is <laughs> uh, that a toilet flushing? <laughs> Um, I think I, okay. I'll wait for your fart noise. That you're going to put in here. I meant to do applause. You that did. was an accident. <laughs> okay. Um, I, yeah, I can't think of any time someone's told me it will hurt your body if you speak at all for days and days. That, I mean, I remember like when I was doing like Shakespeare stuff and we would do it like six nights a week. Like you would have to be cautious of like not hurting your voice. Cause there's lots of screaming in that. There's certainly lots of talking, lots of silly talking. iambic pentameter, but like, uh, certainly not like vocal, like you can't talk, you know what I mean? Like not to the, this extreme. And I was there with you with this, um, this doctor who is such a character. He does lots of very, very, f he, I, I want to say too much, but like he had like the walls of his office were all like, um, Trophy, trophy kind of cases of CDs of famous pop singers who have all gone to him for a similar vocal issue. And I mean, like everyone you've ever heard of that is a singer had been to this guy and signed a CD and he stuck it on his wall. And then here he is with Colleen Ballinger, Miranda Sings. You got to send him a CD. Do you have a CD? You got to sign a CD and apparently say like, Thanks. You're the no. best, but I hate it when you stick a camera down my throat. You know what I mean? Like every, every rock band, every pop, like everybody goes to see this guy and, and he shoves his camera down your throat and I see it. I definitely did not feel worth being there. Worthy. I understand. We understood what you meant. Um, but he, but I heard him say to you directly, not secondhand, like do not talk at all. Don't whisper. Don't, you know, like whisper is apparently worse don't do this. And I was, it can scar my vocal cords. Right. And, and like, it can scar my vocal cords. We were so, we were so relieved. <laughs> it's really working. We were so relieved that it wasn't a nodule, but at the same time, like this could, it has another extreme to it because if you don't kind of abide by that, it could do this. And so there's, there was like relief, but also worry there. And then we immediately walk out of there. And then I see across from there, uh, it's cause we're in LA, this place, this restaurant that it could I, cause permanent damage, yes. which is scary. Uh huh. Way to stay on topic. Um, <laughs> sorry for my delayed reactions. Don't be sorry. It takes a while for my voice generator to translate my text to speech. <sighs> it's frustrating. I'm trying my best. I, I think you're doing great. I think, isn't she doing great guys? Isn't she doing great? Do, do a toilet flush. <laughs> um, so then we walk out of this where, this doctor's office where he's just told you don't say he's literally said S what's the abbreviation what's the acronym for shut the fuck up he literally said that STFU he literally said that to you this like renowned doctor uh, and we're like oh dear and then we walking out we've driven all this way we're in the middle of Los Angeles and um, 
I see across the street from this doctor's office is this really amazing restaurant that has, a, yes, that is, has a, a takeout window. And I'm like, we're all the way here. We have to get takeout from this place before we go. We walk over there. We order it. We wait the 15 minutes outside as we're like Googling, like, you know, vocal cord hemorrhage and like, you know, all freaked out about it. And then the lovely, lovely girl who works there comes out to hand us our food. And she's very obviously uh, aware of who you are and, and kind of says as much as she's handing us our food. And I say, Oh, thank you so much. And you go, and you kind of, and for, for the listener, I kind of did this kind of like smirky smile ahead, Bob, which kind of, I, I know, but, but like what? I wasn't cocky like that. <laughs> I did what I could, which is smile and nod and wave and mouth high and thank you. I, I know, was but, so stressed. I couldn't communicate with her. Right. But we walked away. So then I took the back from her. I said, I said, thank you so much, blah, blah, blah. And walked away from her. And I go to you, I go, well, she's going to go home to like her roommate tonight and her roommate's going to be like, Oh, you work at this like r- r- cool restaurant in like Beverly Hills. Like you serve any celebrities tonight. She's like, yeah, I did. But you know what? You know who came in? You remember that girl Miranda sings? Remember we would watch those videos when we were, you know, I'm whatever. So like, embarrassed. like she came in, but she was like kind of a, <laughs> but her husband seems really nice. That's, that's what I, what I, I, jo- oh, wow. I j- joked to you after that interaction because like we, where we had just come from and what just happened, I knew it was going to be awkward. And then we went to get lunch, went to pick up lunch the other day. And like the person, even just this little interaction, like the person was like, Hey, Hey guys, what can I blah, blah, blah. And you're just going, this thing? and I'm like, Hey, like, and then we went to a pet that we went to a pet store to get chicken stuff. And like pet store people, if you work in a pet store, you're an aggressive, aggressive customer service person. Eric's impression of the nonverbal Colleen is absolutely horrifying and not accurate. (laughs) If you're watching this episode, you'll see him doing a cocky smile and a head bob movement that I definitely do not do. (laughs) I over-exaggerate my expressions and try to smile bigger than a human face can smile. Seems way more chill. I feel like I terrify people in public. (laughs) I don't do whatever the sleepy cocky face is that Eric keeps doing. Um... But yeah, then in the in the pet store, when we were getting like chicken stuff, and I was as I was saying, if you work in a pet store, you're a very aggressive customer service person. Like they came out and like, hey, they, like you walk into a pet store, people are immediately in your face. Hey, what 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 do you need? What can you need? What can I help you with? What can I help you find? Um, maybe they work on commission. I don't I don't know. I never worked in a pet store, uh, but they, I. I knew the way because I'd been to that pester before and I knew what we were getting, but you didn't and they, you were ahead of me. And so I think you just did. <laughs> You're so mad of my impression of nonverbal you. I was so mad at you at the pet store. Why? Really? Because the guy asked you what didn't... we needed and you said, hey, but what we needed was pine shavings. Uh-huh. So I shook my head no at you and you said, sorry, my wife is actually communicating to me privately that she does not want hay. <laughs> Like, bro, tell him that I can't speak. Don't make it sound like I'm this weirdo who communicated to you through death stares and brain power. I didn't say that. I literally did say that. Because he wasn't looking at us. So he didn't see me say no to the hay. His back was to me. I think it's it's weird. We're figuring, you taught me 
you taught me a few symbols in sign language, although you never seem to use them. Um, you said you still are mouthing words and I'm still the absolute yes. worst, absolute worst at lip reading. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, oh my gosh. The worst. You're, I, I can tell you're mouthing right now the worst, but I think maybe it's your lips. That's the problem. And not my reading of them. Oh God. We need to go to a commercial now. We got to stop. I have never met a worse lip reader in my life. I started to think that maybe it was my lips, but Flynn reads my lips better than you. <laughs> Like by a million. Okay, it's time to say thanks to our next sponsor. Which is, are you ready for it? The best day of your life in the world, of the history of the world? Our next sponsor, and I'm not kidding you, is McDonald's. Oh yeah, baby. (laughs) Oh yeah, baby. Yes, yes, yummy. (laughs) I don't like the yummy. This episode of Relax is brought to you by McDonald's. Oh my goodness. Colleen is uh is shaking that she cannot speak, that she cannot be talking about her favorite food. <laughs> McDonald's is sponsoring this podcast. It's uh, uh she's so happy. She's so happy, but she can't talk. She's not allowed to talk. A doctor told her that she cannot talk, but I will talk. Most people don't know that one in eight people in the U.S. have worked at McDonald's. That's uh, that's a lot of people. That's that's surprising. Uh, you know, I had we had one friend uh, when I was in high school who worked at McDonald's, and he became all of our best friends because we would um, just go. We would see him a lot because we would all be there all the time. And you just say, you know, you say what's up at the drive-through window, and uh, maybe an extra fry or two goes in the bag. I, you know, I don't know. I can't really remember what's the statute. Of limitations on that. Uh, sorry, McDonald's. But I remember them talking about it, asking them about it, like, because that's, uh, you know, this you're working for an icon now. You know, you, the first day you're there, you, you got to learn how to make the most famous fries on the planet. You have to, you have to get Happy Meals ready for kids. There are more birthday parties at McDonald's than anywhere else on earth. And this is true. I, 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 this is unlocking so many core memories. I've been to so many birthday parties at McDonald's. They have every type of person in the world come through their their place of, of business. I mean, who, uh, who hasn't been to McDonald's? Have you ever met anyone that hasn't been to a McDonald's? There's cheap meals. There's pregame meals. There's morning after meals. There's late night snacks. There's road trip you know, road trip memories, especially for me, uh, McDonald's, you know, has some amazing memories in my heart. These things, you know, this, when I taste it, it's like, it brings me back to that, to that road trip across the country. What you might not know is McDonald's as an employer. And like I was saying, like, this is crazy. Them, them, them writing this here that one in eight people in the U S have worked at McDonald's. Um, did you know McDonald's offers flexible hours and a schedule that works around your life? And it means more time for your life. The English Under the Arches program, which which classes offer to employees looking to improve their English speaking, listening, reading, and writing schools. Uh, There's also Career Online High School, where employees can graduate from high school by taking classes online. 
Our Choice to Opportunity, which is a program that offers financial support to employees trying to graduate college and other career education advising with success coaches who are available to help employees identify their education needs, review their career goals and develop a plan for the future. 12.5% of the U.S. population has worked at McDonald's and taken advantage of these incredible career advancement opportunities. McDonald's provides this. I didn't know any of this. That's uh, that's pretty great. And so are Nuggets. Uh, McDonald's is now serving much more than orders. <laughs> so our wonderful sound producer, Chris Stockland, came up with a great little segment called Relaxative of the Week. Hmm. Relax- During this segment, we will discuss things that actually helped us to relax throughout the week. They're like, actually helped. Relaxative of the Week. I like that. That's kind of catchy. Like laxative, but relaxative. Yes. Is that a t-shirt? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, man, man. This week's relaxative for me is the same thing that I think needs to relax. Okay. Vocal rest. Interesting. Even though it's frustrating, I have found such beautiful moments in not being able to talk with our kids. Like teaching them how to blow a dandelion weed in silence and watching their reaction. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird you're being sincere you're being so sincere <laughs> I didn't expect it sorry it's, you're being so, so sweet and genuine and sincere I didn't expect it I have to break my vocal rest just no, stop. I have to stop 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 just for one second I have to break my vocal rest for less than 60 seconds, okay? Because that is wild. I wrote out this thing that it was sincere and it was sweet. But if I had said it just as me, it would just be like, oh, yeah, that's sweet. The way this woman (laughs) is reading my text is so intense. It is so wild. Sorry, I need to stop talking. But just know, I just meant to say it like this. Okay, hold on. Are you going to read your monologue that you wrote? No, I'm thinking... I've been able to find such beautiful moments just in not being able to talk to our kids, you know, just like watching them blow a, a dandelion weed, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So like, that's how I wanted to say it. But this woman is wild. Yeah. I'm going to let her finish. Okay. And I'm going to stop talking. But like, <laughs> wow, this is so intense. Okay. Anyway, let's keep listening. Like teaching them how to blow a dandelion weed in silence and watching their reaction. <sighs> watching Emotional. Maisie read a book in silence. <laughs> Watching Flynn play with a truck and sing a song to himself. Watching Wesley quietly play with a sand at the beach. Moments I would typically try to talk them through and interact with them verbally during. I have been forced to figure out new ways to interact. (laughs) And usually I resort to just observing and only interacting through facial expressions when I'm invited. It's been really challenging, but there are moments where it's really calm and special. I'm discovering these silent little pockets of life that I would have missed if I was interacting with them how I typically would. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> since you've reached your limit, now you have to pay $20 a month to use this app. Was there, how, can I read the rest for you? Will the text still show up? Right there, it cut off because it said, now you need to pay for this app. <laughs> Little pockets of life that we've missed. Where did it stop? 
Uh, so that's my relaxative of the day. I think you got all, pretty much all the way through it. Um, I think that's so beautiful, love and sweet. And I, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> did you not do a fart noise for a second? Because I want to be also. I'm going to follow up sincerely. As I said before, like I can't imagine not being able to talk or communicate. And I didn't. In that, when I was referencing that, I didn't. I wasn't thinking about our parenting. Because that has been the hardest for you as someone who's who's been witness to this for, for you in this situation, for you in your other work situations or daily life situations, pet stores, et cetera. Yeah, you don't talk and you can't talk. But when we're with our kids, it's like you're parenting, you're parenting three kids under four. Like, it's really hard not to like. I don't like that. I don't like that either. It's like it's it's really hard. And, and, it, and I don't mean like um, you're like instructing or, or I, I just mean like encouragement. I think that's the thing that has been really hard on you. You can't encourage our kids when they do something amazing. And now, and Wesley's starting to walk and all the other amazing things that Maisie is doing, like, all, you know, like reading and like drawing and, and Flynn is incredible as always. And like, you just want to say like, good job. And so you'll, you'll do this thing where you like kind of clap and, Whatever. And then you look to me and I'll just, I, even if I wasn't paying attention, I'll just start screaming, yay, whichever kid you're indicating to like, you know, like, and I'm usually paying attention, but you know what I mean? Like where it's just this having to collab with you in that it's, it's, it just must be so hard for you. Um, yes. Yes. And so I know I, I laughed really hard at the, um, the, the sincereness of how that came across when you were talking about that. But, um, but that's kind of pretty. That's kind of that's kind of really sweet and pretty that like in what must be a really kind of like claustrophobic, stressful time for you, like not being able to talk for days so you don't permanently damage your voice, which is um which is you. You know what I mean? To like also the frustration of trying to parent these kids. That's gotta be really hard. I'm sorry that you're going through that. But it's but it's wonderful that you're finding beautiful moments in that. And uh and yeah, Wesley does now pick up those things out of our yard and try and blow them out. I have seen a few comments that are so, so, so sweet about how people are really happy that I can't talk because now finally Eric can get a word in edgewise. And I what? won't be cutting you off all the time and how you must be so happy that I'm being forced to shut up. And that's totally true, right? You love that I can't talk. Was that Snoop Dogg? It was. <laughs> it was like so, yes. thr so thrown. That was Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Hello, Snoop Dogg. Uh, it's, but it's weird that my wife is talking to me and her voice is Snoop Dogg. That's a little bit strange. Um, no, I, I realize that there's like um, the opportunity here for that like awful lame husband joke of like, oh, this is great for me. I don't have to hear her for one, you know, that like that kind of a thing. But I've never thought that once. And that's really, you saw comments that said that? Yeah. There's some that are not nice. Um yeah. <laughs> no, I'm. I honestly, I like. I miss you. T I miss the sound of your voice. I miss you talking. I miss uh, these these moments. I miss you singing in the kitchen. You know, there's something about our house, our our home that doesn't feel the same without I me. I miss talking to you so much. Yeah. Oh, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I can't tell if we're being serious or not. And then, and now I'm talking to Snoop Dogg. I miss talking to you too. And I love bone broth. You love bone broth? You love bone? Did you say bone broth? Yes, for lunch. 
For lunch, you had bone broth? What are you, Gwyneth Paltrow on trial? <laughs> what do you mean? Did you really? That's weird, because I saw you out of a window of our home, dressed as Miranda. Yes, I'm Gwyneth. Gwynethant. Walking, I saw you walking, dressed as Miranda, but holding a giant jar of bone broth. Is that what you had for lunch? Literally, this is Gwyneth's voice. Is it? It's actually Gwyneth Paltrow's voice. Is it really? Wait, type out a sentence. Let me hear, let me hear, uh. To everyone saying that Eric must be so relieved that I have to shut up. I just have to say one thing. Haters back off. Yeah, haters back off. You know what, uh, Gwyneth? That is Gwyneth Paltrow's voice, isn't it? Is she part of this app and so is Snoop Dogg? That's interesting. I wonder how much they made for that. Um, I will, I'm not going to get into the Gwyneth Paltrow discourse of, you know, what's what happened, whatever, with her. But I will say that she's played a major part in two of my most favorite movies of all time. Margot Tendenbaum, the Tendenbaums, uh, the Royal Tendenbaums, oh, uh, and Shakespeare in Love, which I think she won Best Actress for Shakespeare in Love. That's a, it's a really great uh, movie. So, uh, free Gwyneth, I guess. Is she in prison? What about me? What do you love that I've done? Me, Snoop Dogg. What do I love? What? Am- I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Snoop. I didn't. Understand what you said? You said what you love what Gwyneth Paltrow has done. What about me? Snoop Dogg. What about Snoop? Lots of stuff. Uh well, tell me more. Well, I think he was I think he was involved in that Coachella concert, and I think he was fantastic. I think he's a wonderful personality. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, and uh um performer, music artist. That first album, that first album of his, like everybody had that on cassette tape when I was in, I want to say like sixth grade, uh, the dog pound one, like the one, it was like the cartoon illustration that was on the cover of the Snoop Dogg album, his first album, like everyone had that and lost their minds. Like, and I'm, this is, I mean, I'm in Connecticut and I'm in sixth grade and we were all like Snoop Dogg is the, is the best Snoop. So thanks for being on the, the podcast. Are we implying that Snoop Dogg now is on the podcast? I don't think we can do that. Like legally. Snoop, there it is. Let's go to the next sponsor. Yes, Snoop, there it is. Thank goodness it is finally spring. Spring has sprung. And as a Californian, a Southern Californian, maybe I wouldn't normally say this, but this winter we got a lot of rain, many months of rain. So I'm really noticing that this, that there is a seasonal change and and flowers and plants are changing and the sun is coming out and it's, it, it makes me think of my own, you know, personal growth and, 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 and change and wanting to, to, to be better. And then I think about my hair as I talk about often. And the best way to give your hair uh, a reset is, if you will, as in spring is scalp care. Healthy hair starts at the scalp and Waze got the scalp care to help you let your hair down this season and get it looking stronger, fuller, healthier. Are you feeling flaky, hair looking dull? Way has the product to help you care from the top down to meet all your hair care goals. Way sent us a bunch of, of a few of their their shampoo um, products, and I just buy it on my own because I I love so I like the smell so much. I've, I don't know if you're supposed to, but I kind of use it as like a their shampoo is like a body wash because I just like uh, the smell so much. But I do have a routine. They also have like a I was gonna say they have like a dandruff shampoo. Do we all have dandruff? We're just not talking about it. I feel like doesn't everybody have this? Like my routine is like 
you know, once a week I got to get like, get a, I get a little itchy and, uh, my scalp. And then I, that's when, that's the one night I will do like the kind of dandruff one that they have, which also smells great. And then I go back to the other one. You know, you just, when it gets itchy, I just, I just mix it in. Stop flaking from your plans this spring with Waze anti-dandruff shampoo formulated with salicylic acid. Uh, that's a hundred percent clinically proven to gently soothe itchy, irritated scalps while keeping hair clean and soft. There's nothing worse than itchy head. I, I, I don't want an itchy head. Get it out of here. The flakes, embarrassing, fine. But like for me personally, it's I just I, itchy. And then if I ever wear a hat and then it's like a itchy head hat thing, that's worse. That's when I know. That's when I know that's the, uh, the dandruff shampoo night. Detox shampoo gives your scalp and hair a reset. Time for a reset with a concentrated shampoo that cleanses away product buildup, hard water deposits, dirt, oil, and more. Perfect for oiliness, unwanted shine, and a flaky or dry scalp. Or you can try a scalp serum that balances and hydrates your scalp. Upgrade your spring routine and uh, drop away every day. A daily scalp serum that can be used day or night with wet or dry hair. That's good to know. That's convenient. It soothes irritation and keeps your hair stronger and fuller through a healthy, hydrated, balanced scalp. The way, pun intended, to healthy hair this season and beyond starts here. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use code RELAX for 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, code RELAX, theway.com, code RELAX. Hello again, and welcome back to Relax the Podcast. It's just me, it's just Eric. Um, now, it's just it's just Eric and you, and whatever you're doing when you're uh, listening to this. Uh, I feel so bad for what's going on with uh, my amazing, beautiful, talented, uh, wonderful wife, Colleen Ballinger. Uh, I I can't imagine what it's like for the person that she is and what she loves to do to be told uh, not to talk. Cause she loves to talk not to sing cause she loves to sing and, and even have a doctor tell you that you're risking uh, permanent damage. Um, there, oy, it's been, uh, it's been a lot. So I'm just, I'm just gonna, uh, take the weight off her for this and, and sneakily here, finish out the, um, the podcast. So luck, lucky you, uh, and <laughs> I hate myself. Um, so what I thought I'd do is I turn on the, the relax hotline, uh, phone, uh, and look at, a uh, uh, the text messages there. If you didn't know, I don't know why, maybe we've mentioned it before. You've heard it before. If you, if you're wondering what that phone number is, it is 747-327-8162. That is 747-327-8162. You can always leave that, um, a, a, shoot a text message there or leave a, uh, voicemail if it's not full and I, I'll, I will look at it and I will try and, uh, say, say hello to you or, or, or read it. It's always nice to see all like kind of fun, kind messages or who like you guys think, uh, needs to relax in your lives. I'll, I'll read a text message now. Hi, I'm Danielle. I have two horses. Wow. Danielle, good for you. That's, uh, that sounds like a lot of work and you're going to say it's a lot of work. I'm always spending time cleaning things and cleaning them and just so they get dirty again. I know all people have to do it, but it seems every time I do it, they do it on purpose. It's stupid. I know. Lull. I have to name my horse and I need some suggestions. 
I fall asleep to you guys every night. It feels wrong when I don't, but I love you guys. Hope Colleen gets better. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Uh, if you see this when she is still sick, heart. Uh, ah, two horses. That's really awesome. I think horses are very beautiful, very, very big, kind of intimidating animals. I can't imagine having one uh, as a pet. And it actually reminds me of my relaxative of the week, <laughs> stupid, uh, which is going to be the chickens. But I can't imagine they're uh, anywhere near as hard as horses. As far as names go for horses, uh, Danielle, can we help you name a horse? I don't know. I'm Googling this right now. And there's apparently a website called Horse Illustrated, which uh, gives you 124 horse names. But it's according to like the the breed, I guess, and the color. I don't know uh, what, how long have you had these two horses and they don't have names yet? Have you, did you just get two horses like at once and, and they don't have names? I don't know. Um, but uh, so, <laughs> God. so to try and answer your question, I feel like I'd need to know more about them. Uh, maybe you could have a, a really cute kid who's really good at coming up at funny names for animals. That's helped me a lot, um, but it is tough. My first pet was a cat, uh, and I have this memory. I think I was like, one of my earliest memories, I think I was like five, and my, my mom got a cat for me, and she said, what do you want to name it? And I, as a little kid, I go, Tony. <laughs> I don't know why I named him Tony, uh, but I did. Uh, and it's funny, because then I became a huge fan of Sopranos, but I don't know why I would, I would give a cat an Italian human name. Uh, I just, I just thought it fit him, I guess. Maybe just fit what, uh, what he looked like. Uh, famous horse names. I don't know where they get these. Seabiscuit? If you can name a horse Seabiscuit, I think you could, you can name a horse anything. Just look at, look around and, and if, you know, maybe this person was, uh, at like an oceanfront hotel eating a biscuit and they saw the sea and they were eating a biscuit and they were like, uh, Seabiscuit. That works. Uh, Secretariat. I know that was also a horse movie uh, and a famous horse. I don't know what Secretariat means. Uh, this website is also saying Cinnamon, Rusty, Copper, Mocha. I mean, a lot of these horses might, I guess, must be like redheads. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just keep looking. Sugar, Cash, Dakota, Cisco, Spirit. Dusty, this just sounds like a like a uh, 2023 kindergarten class. This is what all kids will be named. Uh, they will all have really cool names like this. I'm sure. Um, I don't. I don't know. It, like, I think if which it would be something that tickles you. That's like funny, and and you know uh, has something to do with like what their personalities are. Um, or name your horse, Eric. Eric would be a good horse name. I was, this reminded me of my relaxative of the week, which is the chickens. And Colleen, if she was here, would make fun of me so hard for this because I got excited that there was like a little bit of space. And I don't know why I've always had that idea in my head that I wanted chickens. I don't it like made me, make me feel like some kind of like farmer, um, fantasy. Uh, but I just decided I was going to do it. I just like, I'm going to do it. I just like had such fun, uh, with our son, like, setting up a coop and building a coop and doing, I could, I did all like the landscaping. I got like, I got to like have fun with plants and put plants all around it and like build things. And it was like a really cool experience for like a number of weeks. And then we got these 
these chicks and they were like these adorable little like things that you could just hold in one hand and they're cute and they're furry and they just, you just kind of have them in like a, a little box with like a heater and like a little bit of food and water. And it's, it's just kind of that. And like, I'm just thinking, wow, it's going to be so awesome to like go out and like pick eggs. And like, it seems like nobody in this process made me aware of that. The, they don't lay eggs for like a year. So I'm not going to have eggs <laughs> for like a year. And also they're there. I think for a, a, what I would consider like a kind of outdoor self-sufficient farm animal, they take, they take so much time and effort and care and are kind of, kind of gross, uh, birds, fowl. Uh, so that, I mean, they poop a lot and it stinks and it, I, I don't know. I was like, well, you don't have to clean it up. They're chickens, but you do, you have to clean it up like a lot. It's like a lot of the whole planning of the whole coop thing has to do with like cleaning up their, their poop and how to do that easiest. And there's like, even in the coop, there's like a poop tray that you have to pull out the side and clean all the time. Like I didn't, I didn't know like part of it. Like the other thing is that like, you have to, uh, you have to get them into the coop at night and let them out in the morning, like to like the run. And so like, I have like already someone with one-year-old twins and a four-year-old, like I have to, I have to go outside and let chickens out. And then after I get the kids to sleep, I have to like go out and get the chickens in and make sure that their water thing is full and they have uh, food and they, and they have, they have all these toys that uh, we've ordered and, and Bruce that I've uh, built and they have like swings and chimes and um, things. And they have, there's like chicken scratch, which is like a, a, a block that they kind of um, peck at. And there's, there's something to do with like oyster shells and uh, mealworms. I, it's just, it's just, it's, uh, uh, oh, and all their bedding, like uh, there's like pine shavings, but also like other kind of like nesting beds that you need. And this is all, this is all like, like my whole thinking was like, well, I'll get free eggs without knowing that like th the whole process of, of, of caring for chickens is not only exhaustive, but like it's, it's way more expensive, um, than, and time consuming than just buying eggs, than just going to a store, uh, and buying the eggs, but you know what? Um, I guess it will, will be rewarding um, that I've that it'll be rewarding that they started these little chicks and we built all these things. And like when we've you know maybe the eggs will taste that much better. Uh, but I did have this one really sweet moment when I when I took them out there to their coop when they were finally ready to be outside for the first time. I sat down there and with with them, and they're chickens, they're birds but I could tell they were so happy and so stoked to like be in this place and like out of like their kind of um, their chick containment facility and now into the proper uh, thing. Like they just, like I could tell the chickens were happy. Like they just seemed really excited and happy and content. And they all went up on this roost that I had made uh, for them out of like a, a bamboo tree I cut down and they all sat up next to each other and kind of squatted down on this roost and kind of nuzzled into each other, all four of them. And it was just like, and the sun was like shining through the coop and it was just like quiet. And like, all you could hear was their kind of little chirps. And it was like a really relaxing, peaceful, uh, moment. And, uh, yeah, it was relaxing, I guess. It was pretty cool. So that's, you know, so I get it. I get it now. I'm a chicken person. I don't know. What do you want me to say? I'm a chicken guy. Well, hey, if, if you're hearing this, you made it all the way to the end of the episode. That's pretty cool. 
this feels intimate. Uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully next week, uh, Colleen can talk cause she's uh, way more entertaining than I am. And she does a better singing voice. She's a trained opera singer. Um, and I'm hoping that she has a very fast and, uh, easy recovery from her vocal hemorrhage. And we will one way or another. See you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast.